This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Daily Thrones is on the air. We're still reacting to the news of Brian Cogman penning a fifth script in this HBO pilot battle of champions to the death contest that's going on. Uh, Nothing coming out of HBO about what the show is. But with Cogman being hired and George R. R. Martin blogging about that hiring saying uh, Cogman is the keeper of the lore on the Game of Thrones writing staff and HBO, knowing almost as much as George himself, and sometimes George even thinks maybe he should check with Brian. Uh, it also is interesting that George R. R. Martin says that this could be a... Uh, actually, doesn't say could be. He says this will be a script that is an adaptation that will make book fans very happy. And that's got a lot of us speculating. So what do you think it will be? It was George R. R. Martin's birthday yesterday, so if you still have a birthday wish, you can get it in here on Daily Thrones. Hey, Ken, check it in uh, today. Um, I didn't get the chance to call in yesterday, but I do want to wish George R. R. Martin a very happy belated birthday. And I want to thank him for creating this um, amazing world that there's just so much to talk about with it. It's so incredible. It is without question my true pop culture passion uh, 100%, and I just want to thank him for that, and of course also thank him for creating the greatest character of all time, Stannis Baratheon. Hey Ken, Jeff Steffens calling about Brian, the Brian Cogman news. Um, I firmly believe it's actually going to cover Aegon's Conquest. Uh, as you stated, Brian Cogman uh, is, so, is so knowledgeable about the Westerosi history, why not have him cover something that's so rich in history with Aegon's Conquest? Um, it would give us an opportunity to kind of revisit some areas that fans are already familiar with. We get to go to Winterfell and see the king who knelt. We can go back to Dorne and learn about uh, that the, the failed conquest there. Um, there's a lot there, and there's going to be areas that people are already familiar with, but then they get to see the history with those areas. We can see the first Baratheon, um, and then we can see Aegon and his relationship with his sisters as well, and it would be heavily Targaryen-focused. Um, I, I think it would be a really fun spinoff. There's a lot there to delve into, and they can reuse a lot of the same set pieces that they've already gotten. All right, thanks. All right, Daily Thrones fans, let's take a look at Aegon's Conquest as a possible prequel series for HBO. It's You gotta think it's on the table. And Jeff had a great call in here today on Daily Thrones, saying some reasons why he thinks it will be the prequel episode or prequel uh, pilot episode they're writing with Brian Cogman. This is a prediction speculation time, but it's uh, great stuff from Jeff on why. And one of the things is, look, it's history. HBO has said this series, whatever it ends up being of the five potential series, will not have the characters you know. It will not be Danny in the future. It will not be, say, uh, Robert's Rebellion. It will not be even something like Duncan Egg, which is more from George R. R. Martin, who says he doesn't want to do it because he's not done writing those stories, just fin- finish Winds of Winter, George. So 
They're confirmed that they're prequels. They're confirmed that they're other times in history. It doesn't mean they're stopping at Westeros. It could be Essos, the Doom of Valyria. You know, you got the uh, the battles over there with the Roanar, the Geese. Uh, do you say Geese or Geis? What do you guys say? I don't know. Sometimes I just learn all these things uh, when I say them out loud for the first time. You, you read these for so long. There's stuff over in Essos is my point. But Jeff's point about Aegon's conquest being what the show's about is is interesting. And it's something I'd like to see. I think a lot of us would like to see, even though we know the outcome. And that's one of the challenges, of course. If uh, Game of Thrones is doing something based off the history and lore of the show and of the world, a lot of us will already have known it. Though you could argue that with the books, when they started to make the show, we already knew where it was going, and you might assume that George would finish the books by the time the series ends. So uh, maybe that's not going to stop them from making something as specific as Aegon's conquest. I still think there's the possibility uh, um, that HBO could do something smaller scale with maybe something or a time period we know but haven't spent a lot of time reading about already. But as it pertains to Cogman, Martin says his is an adaptation of something that will make book fans very happy. And Jeff's call points out that though it's in the history books and though it's in the past, casual or, or and there's a lot of casual Game of Thrones fans who love it, just not as deep as you and I. A lot of fans will uh, tune into the series and get to see a lot of the f- things they're already familiar with. Uh, houses that they know. It might not be Robert Baratheon, but to see uh, a story around, you know, Oris Baratheon is is going to be okay. Um, you're you got you got Torrin Stark, of course, the King of Nelt, Ronald Aaron, Lord Heron of Heron Hall, of course. We're from, very familiar with that. We got the Lannisters, Gardeners, maybe not Tyrells, but we got the Reach. We got the Storm King. We got Miriam Martell. Dorne is there, and it is uh, familiar territory, but but very new. This is, uh, and if you're going to bring in Cogman, who is of course the keeper of the lore, is called by George R. R. Martin, and uh, the uh, so to speak the book expert in the Game of Thrones writers' room. It would make sense that it would be something steeped in this history and this big and epic. Now, I think, I think everyone who's who's being brought in to work on these shows has has a sense of uh, history of Game of Thrones and know what they're doing. And don't forget, George R. R. Martin is working on these projects. He's meeting with these writers. He's downloading information. Aegon's conquest has a lot of draw to it. I'd be very happy if that is a series that emerges. Now, I guess the question is, though, how long do you go? Again, since we know the ending, and it's got a very finite set of time, and it does stretch a few years, but the big heavy action, we kind of know. We know where it's going. So do you say right away this is a three-season series? Do it like BBC? Do you... You maybe make it a, a big two-hour special movie and with, uh, with some follow-ups? I don't know. I don't see uh, Aegon's Conquest lasting too long. Maybe the shorter seasons, maybe so- shorter, uh, you know, six episodes. Maybe they're shorter episodes. It could be there, but I like the theory. What did you guys think? Is Jeff right? Is Aegon's Conquest what Brian Cogman's working on? And do you want to see that as the prequel series that emerges for HBO? Let me know here on Daily Thrones. Hey, Ken. Just thinking about this idea of all these spin-off shows, um, to be honest, my interest in them waned greatly when I heard that Duncan Egg was not one of the choices to be made into a spin-off. Um, I wonder, 
Because of all the changes to the Game of Thrones canon, quote-unquote, in the show, if we do get a series based on Old Valyria, will it still remain in the same canon as the show, or will it adopt the canon of the books to allow for more backstory and, and not so much um, fiddling with what they've already created to make it all work? Uh, just a thought, and I'm really curious to know what, what your thoughts are on that. So thanks for taking the call, and have a great day. Sir Thomas the Tall checking in with a great call about canon in Game of Thrones and how it might change if the prequel series covers an era of history that we book nuts are familiar with, but if it's connected to the show, it just might be slightly different from the history in the books. This has already been in play. The canon has already changed. It's a weird situation. Again, A Song of Ice and Fire, the book series and the show are forever connected, even though we can try to enjoy them as separate entities, and myself and a lot of people do. We can separate our brains just a little bit, but it's hard to separate when you study it and you try to apply it to the show. So when things change, and there are these little changes along the way, you do have to wonder. It's a fair question from Thomas here about if we have a show, say, about... Aegon's Conquest, like we've been talking about here. Would the times be different? Would some of the histories be different? It's like Back to the Future. You go back, you change one thing, everything in the future is messed up. And Game of Thrones, the series, has changed some things. Like, for instance, the age of the characters at the beginning of the series. They're all a little bit older, especially the children. Thankfully, because some of the stuff in the books... I don't know if we want to see on screen with those ages. It would be more uncomfortable than watching Danny and John go at it at the end of Season 7. Ned Stark is older. I mean, he's like mid to late 30s in the books. Obviously, Sean being a lot older at the time. And this changed some of the uh, timelines in terms of Robert's Rebellion and some of the histories. It's a lot more compressed, obviously, in the books. So uh, I guess it, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fair question. Will the show whatever prequel series comes to pass, whatever one of the five uh, emerges in Game of Thrones at, uh, for, in HBO's eyes, excuse me, um, will it just be slightly different? And can we as book nuts, because these prequel series, though they have to address the general public, I think they are also designed to us book nuts. Will it annoy us just enough to pull, it, pull us out of the show? I'm sure we'll still enjoy it. If you can enjoy the series which has changed some things, changed some timelines, I think you'll be able to enjoy the prequel series. But we'll see. We shall see. Also, like Thomas, I'm disappointed that we won't see Duncan Egg on screen. Those stories are great. I know George R. R. Martin says he's not done writing them, so he doesn't want to see them hit the uh, TV. Maybe a movie down the line. Hey, hey, George said in his live journal... HBO is not going to become the Game of Thrones channel, though he would love that. And that, hey, if one prequel series works, maybe another will follow. So maybe one day we'll see Duncan Egg. That's Daily Thrones for the day. Go ahead and favorite the station. Call in with your thoughts on any questions that we have posed here for the week. We love taking your thoughts. A lot out there concentrating on the prequel series right now, but there's still questions about what is your favorite house? What's Cersei's plan of action? How can the Night King be defeated? And what is the Night King's motivation? And how will Danny react to John's news? And how will John react to the news 
and he is Aegon Targaryen. A lot of big questions to be answered, and we're still discussing him here on Daily Thrones. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye.